0: views your news your Limerick today with Joe Nesh on live 95.
1: now an issue that we have been covering on the Limerick today program for quite some time is that of parking in the Castle Troy area you may remember that we spoke to the Green Party councilor Sean Hartigan last week about parking Uh, students parking on footpaths and this was causing a problem. They had uh, been fined for them and there's a a great deal of controversy over it and we had Eric Nelligan on the show about it as well. So we're going to take a listen to what Sean Hartigan had to say about the parking issues because he was supporting the fact that these students had been fined.
2: Well, being a student isn't an excuse for parking illegally. And you can't use the argument of poor student when this student is driving a car, and usually a fairly good car. Look, Joe, illegal parking, particularly where it impedes pedestrians or cyclists, is isn't acceptable anywhere. And what people need to do is they need to think before they park. And if you're going to block a cyclist, pedestrian, or risk getting a fine, then you have to find someplace else to park. The parking in the States near UL is atrocious. And it's not people, as some people perceive that it's people coming to the college and parking in these estates. It's not. It's people living in the estate, often coming on Monday, going home on Friday and often leaving their car in the estate for the week and maybe not using it for the week, but blocking footpaths and making life difficult for the old, for the people who are disabled um, for uh, children going to school like I saw children walking up the middle of the road I saw parents pushing buggies up the middle of the road when I was making that video I'm told by people with disabled children inside the estates that the bus to collect their disabled child cannot get into their house because of illegally But, but, But as you
1: said to me at the beginning Sean you don't know whether they're students or not
2: I don't know whether they students or not I don't care whether they're students or not what I care about is the part the path has been blocked
1: So uh, joining us now in the studio is University of Life Student Student Life President Maeve Rutledge to chat about the major issue of parking in estates around the college Morning Maeve and thanks thanks very much for coming in Thanks um, for having you me you, you heard Councillor Sean Hartigan there uh, having his rant about the, the parking um,
3: what's your reaction to what he had to say? I suppose what my reaction is, is we're at a point now with the rising of, um, we have 18,500 students now in the University of Limerick. um, That is that they can't find accommodations. We have an accommodation crisis. But what we found from a survey we ran is we now have a commuter crisis with 47.1% of the students that we surveyed that are commuting. They feel like they are forced to commute because they can't find accommodation then they can't find car parking spaces within UL, so they're being forced to park in surrounding estates. Um, Now, obviously, being parked on footpaths, um, that's an accessibility issue, and I do recognise that. However, I had, um, at the moment, around 27, students have contacted me on behalf of their housemates or themselves, and I found that actually some of the students that were fined, they... um, they weren't parked on the footpaths. they were simply just parked in the general area. And um, it's an issue I've highlighted to the council before in community liaison meetings, um, how in housing estates like College Court, they can't get parking permits um, unless they're living there for four months, which is over a semester, and also if unless their insurance is in the Limerick area. So um, after uh, Mr. Hardikin posted a video Straight about a few days later on the 14th of October Oaklawns was hit with I think over 80 fines Um and I just feel like it's, it's quite unfair when it's an issue that I have highlighted and I'm sure past student presidents and postgrad presidents have highlighted the issue before is where do they park if they can't park in the designated areas in UL because they're full but like it's kind of like It's an issue across the board because I know uh, within Mary Eye it's the same rules, you need parking permits but students can't get them and that's county council legislation. So it's quite frustrating and I believe it's a knock-on effect to now the accommodation crisis, the community crisis and now that's affecting accessibility for residents and other people within the area and I suppose at the end of the day we're all part of the same community. So yeah well
1: th- there are two points there that Sean Hartigan made. One was that um students uh, are often driving nice cars. He says you know the the argument for poor students doesn't hold up because if they have a car, they can't be that poor, and they're often driving a nice car is what he said. Second thing he said was that you know it's not students who are commuting it's students that are living in these housing estates and leaving their car there all week while they're attending a college and then driving it home at the weekend. So I suppose... Have you surveyed the percentage that are, you know, who are living there and parking there and how many are actually coming from long distances?
3: I wouldn't have the exact figures for that but what I do know is in like the accommodation crisis and housing crisis in general has allowed a culture of landlords to overpopulate their private residences. So I'm hearing stories of 10 students being in houses that are fit for six people with only two car parking spaces out the front. So they have to commute from, like, Donegal, places like that. They have to get down to their residence for the week. So d- where, where do they park, I suppose? Like that's I'm going to be
1: real, as they call me, a boomer yeah. in this question, okay. right? Because back in my day... Students didn't have cars. We all got buses. We all got trains. None of of us had cars. Now, I accept the fact that there are more students now and I also accept the fact that there isn't always a a direct route. But there seems to be a huge number of cars among students and that creates a problem in itself. Do you think some students could maybe be encouraged to use the public transport route more often?
3: Maybe, but what I found is, and especially talking to those specific students affected in Oaklawns, is they're commu- or coming down to Limerick um, to go to university, but a lot of them were actually on placement and they need their cars to access placement in the likes of, um, like some people are commuting out to you know Killaloo, places like that, and there's not many direct bus routes that way. So it's not just that they're attending their university classes, they're coming to Limerick as part of their studies to attend placement and stuff like that. So, like, it's a, it's a issue in itself, but I think there's a place where there's multiple issues can exist and I feel like there needs to be a solution found, whether it's a new car park provided by the council or by UL, but I think that could really alleviate the issue because it is an issue at the end of the day. Well, surely
1: it's the UL's responsibility to provide the car park rather than the councils? Because these are, you know, it's growing. And as you said, 18,500 students now. Um, have you, what what kind of response have you had from UL? Um,
3: no, I've had quite a positive response. Um, they are open to exploring the um, idea of more car parking. Um, I suppose it's just the question of when. But I think it is a council issue as well because at the end of the day, whether like students are part of the community of the castorway area for for the time that they are there so i think everyone has a like direct responsibility to like work together to alleviate this issue and i'm i'm sure like even within the limerick county council strategic plan there is the objective of the council is that development within towns that has great connectivity like that that's one of their objectives so i feel like that's important that they develop that, that um, resource of car packing.
1: Okay, well Eric Nelligan of a 2 was also on to us about this issue. Let's take a listen to what he had to say.
0: I just felt it was a, a, an overreaction. Um, if you're going to find somebody, surely you give them the chance before that to, to have the proper facilities and the proper area to park. So the problem with UL, well, not the problem with UL, is, but one of the issues with, with living in Castle Troy is there's a big shortage of accommodation for students there's an awful lot of students now that have to travel long distances to attend college because they can't find accommodation locally. So, and we know ourselves that, like, there was an advertisement there a minute ago about the 310 bus route. The 310 bus route's only up and running in the last couple of days. And that bus route wasn't even there before. So, just getting, like, the students need to get to college. There's a vast shortage of parking spaces and they're parking in the States. Also, you have, uh, have, like, with the accommodation crisis, Mm. you have people sharing rooms if these students park like they could park on the road but they could park on the road next to the footpaths but if they did that then they would greatly increase the gridlock because they would be parked on the road blocking the road and it would create even more traffic i just felt it was a bit mean spirited i just felt it was a bit harsh on the student
1: would you agree what, with what eric had to say there
3: yeah um i would say that the um with The like the students have to get to the university, and at the moment they have no other choice but to park wherever they can find a space. So I suppose there's like there there does something needs to be done about it. And I suppose when the fines did go out, it was quite frustrating because it's an issue that's been highlighted all along. And I personally felt that like the timing of it was kind of directed at and targeted did target students. Um, and as well, they, there is a cost of living crisis. So uh, we're noticing with the amount of students that are being forced to commute and even students, we're having to signpost them now to look for residences in like neighbouring commuter towns like um, Killaloo, like mm-hmm. Ennis. So they're coming in and students are having to access more financial aid now to pay for the likes of petrol and stuff. So it like... Yeah. Do, do you think
1: it's fair, you know, the points Sean Hartigan made about, you know, buggies being forced onto oh, the road and wheelchairs being forced onto the road? You absolutely. Know. But so it's, is it fair to find students who park on
3: footpaths? Like, what I would say is students are parking on footpaths because they've nowhere else to park. So and people uh, that's are walk- it. And then by consequence, people are being forced then to walk on the road and buggies and people... With disabilities are being forced off the Mm. their safe footpaths, Mm. and this is an issue. And it's quite frustrating because you've been highlighting this. Students have nowhere to park. Now I'm not condoning that they block the access routes. However, where else are they meant to go? So that's what I find quite unjust. Is there's no solutions being offered, and what is a fine actually going to do if the problem isn't fixed? So that's kind of my point of view from it. Also, how
1: do you see this being resolved? I mean, are the university the university you say have been open to looking at it? But like, a car park can take a while to build. Maybe what they need is some kind of multi-story uh, on campus itself. Would that solve the
3: problem? Yeah, maybe. Like, I genuinely think any type of car park right now would solve. alleviate the pressure on like even Ellen Park the other surrounding estates like would would students be willing to pay for parking I don't know if students I think they would if it was an affordable price however I do believe that if it was within UL it it should be free because they're accessing they they need to access these car parks to attend their, to get their education, and they're already paying fees anyway. So, I believe if a car park was to be built, it would have to be affordable, if not free. But I definitely think it's what's needed at the end of the day okay. because it will be used. Okay. All right. Well,
1: we've heard from the students. We've heard from the local representatives. We'd love to hear from some residents if you're affected by these parking issues in Castle Troy. Do get in touch with us on forty six nineteen ninety five, or you can WhatsApp us on oh eight six one two three ninety five ninety five. Mae Vertlich of UL Student Life. Thank you for joining us in the studio.
0: Thank you. Your views. Your news. Your Limerick today
1: with Joe Natch on live ninety five.